Yo, what's up, B Don? Yeah, what's up, Tom? So, what are we doing here? Are we doing a new version of Bazooka Rap? Yeah, that's right. Oh, like a medley? Yeah, that's about correct. Welcome to episode 62 of the 2P Podcast. It is I, Polo Parata, back from Fashion Week. Um, back from the GAK show yesterday. We have another guest. Um, this guy, he does a whole bunch of things. You know what I'm saying? A whole multitude of things. But I'm gonna let him tell you guys what he does, Mr. Tone Tank. Yo, how's it going? Thanks How for you having doing, me, brother? bro. Thank you for coming, man. Yeah. I mean, like when I saw, like you sent me as you know some stuff. I I saw the figures before, right? But I just didn't know you did like a plethora of different things. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a problem yeah, that yeah, I have. Yeah, like you, I'll see some shit and I'm like, I get into something. I'm like, how do I do it? I want to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like how shit is made. Has always fucked my head up. Right. Uh, and then I get into this thing to where, like, yo, I want to know how to make it. What if I had to make that thing? Mm-hmm. And I rack my brain. Right. And, um, you know, what you don't realize when, when you, when I'm on, on some shit like that is people dedicate their whole life, 20 something years to right. learn how to do something. And I right. do it, I'm like, oh, it's not coming out right. I need to do it right, right, right away. Um, so yeah, nah, there's there's a lot. Of, yeah, I do a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, tell, rapping tell, was tell first. People, yeah. Rapping and graffiti was first for right, me. Right. Um, I started trying to DJ first before rapping. Mm-hmm. I loved hip hop since like, I don't know, when I was like 12 years old. Started getting grounded a lot. Um, you know, that's when the problems kind of started. Mm-hmm. I had problems always there. Right. But um, I'd be home and they would. Cut my electric to my part of the house. That's it. My punishment. My parents were on some real tough love shit. <laughs> Cut the electric, this and that. You ain't going out. But I had this little clock radio, a mm-hmm. little timer, because we didn't have cell phones so wake us up back then. I had a little clock radio. They couldn't cut that out because they knew, you know, I needed it for school and shit. Right. So on Friday nights, when I'm grounded, um, you know, because of the shit I did during the week in school every day, mm-hmm. getting in trouble in school, um, I would listen to DJ Red Alert. You know what I mean? Cool DJ Red Alert, 98.7 KISS FM mm-hmm. back in the day, listen to his shows and get really in. I became more, so everybody was into rap, but I became like deep into rap, like nerded out into rap, mm-hmm. like submerged. I dove right into that shit because I realized, you know, this, they're not just rhyming words. There, were, there was like two key moments in, in rap. I'm not even saying hip hop, I'm saying in rap when I was like, yo, this is... It was one was when Buster on scenario did mm-hmm. that row, row, like right. a dungeon. I'm like, yo, these are more than words. Now they're doing sounds, he's animated. And then and then Redman on EPMD Headbanger, when he said, Wicked with the style, you think I had cerebral palsy? Like, ow, ow. And I'm <laughs> like, this is the the performance here. This right. is like next level shit, man. And I just I was I was already I was already dabbling, but I was by the time those two things were done, I was fucking hooked. Right, right. right. You know? Uh yeah, so then, you know, I wanted a DJ. You needed money to DJ, kind of, mm-hmm. like, because you got to re- keep up on the records all the time. And I wasn't good at that, man. I wasn't good at, uh, you know, I would have had to work. And that's what I didn't want to work. I wanted to hang out and get high and, and, and all of that stuff. Right. So, um, you know, we'd be out drinking, and um, nobody wanted to be at home. We didn't want to be inside. Uh, we wanted to be outside. So you do whatever you want. Um. So we would just be drinking 40s, like, you know, like kids at that in the 90s did, and just start freestyling. And mm-hmm. then that turned into starting to record raps, 
you know? So that's how the rapping shit started. And then yeah. that introduced me to, and then I was doing that and graffiti kind of back and forth, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then graffiti got me, it, I was already like going to like family court and pins petition and all that shit when yeah. I was a kid. I was just a handful. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a bad kid. I just wanted to be free. You know, I just wanted to do what I, I thought. First of all, I was doing what I thought I was supposed to do, man. Right. I was. I thought I was living my best life. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, who the fuck wants to be? I didn't know my parents loved me. They they just don't want me to do that shit because, right. you know, I'm gonna. it's going to fuck my life up. Mm-hmm. Um. So, you know, it wasn't even, I didn't understand there could be a different way. So I'm in and out of court, like, all the time. And then finally, I started getting uh, arrested for the graffiti shit. And I uh, had a probation officer. That um, you know, this is like a this is like a fucking um Hulu Wu Tang saga <laughs> after school, like right. uh where where the probation officer is like, so you like graffiti, you like art? Yeah, well, why don't you pretty good? Why don't you uh think about going to school for graphic design? Mm-hmm. I'm like 16 or something at this time. I'm on a pins petition and they um put me in a half-day vocational school for graphic design. And that's how I ended up actually finishing high school, which was not going to happen, and going to college. And I ended up going to FIT in Manhattan for graphic design, which got me into art. I was always into art. Mm-hmm. Um, I was always an artist at heart. Um, but it wasn't so acceptable to be like, I'm into art. So when I was a kid, graffiti was an acceptable way to express yourself. Uh, rapping was an acceptable way to express yourself, you know. But deep down, I was always an artist. Right. So there's always been I'm always involved in some kind of creative thing. Mm-hmm. It's just expression of the self. And um yeah, there's always been a lot to express. Mm-hmm. So how did you get into the um which I which I think is really, really dope, the the figures you do? The, the figures, the toys. Um yeah. well I used to have this uh clothing company that started in like the early two thousands, like two thousand three, I think. I did did my first shirt, selling them out of cars, just for the shit that I wanted to wear. Mm-hmm. Then my friends would want them, and then other people would see them, and then they would want them. Next thing you know, I got a clothing line. Right. You know, um, it was called Scum Life. Mm-hmm. You know, because I had left New York. Uh, come like 2001, I left New York. I had a, like I had two court cases. That shit finally ended, um, and I had uh, kind of straightened my act up as far as substances and alcohol and shit goes. And uh, I thought New York was... I thought I had to leave New York or I'm going to keep getting in trouble. And mm-hmm. in a sense, I needed to get away for a little while, clear my head, uh, let let shit fall, let shit settle. And um, I went to Arizona, bro. I went to Arizona. But I met another person. I met another interesting New Yorker out there when I was in Arizona. Um, my boy CH, Charlie the Hustler. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a lot of love for him. Um, anyway... And when I was out there, I noticed people looked at me a certain way. I never really experienced it too much that way. I wasn't even aware that there were rich people, like actual real rich fucking people. Mm-hmm. Till like, I went out there and I realized, yo, those are like real, real white people. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, like that. They're like, no, no, we don't want you, buddy. I don't know where you are, but you're not one of us. Oh, you know, they don't know what a fucking Italian person is out there. Right, right, right. Um, and I've never felt so, yo, I embraced it, scum life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, and we started as a joke. And then anyway, I started this clothing company, Scum Life. Uh, had some decent amount of success with it. It got kind of widespread. We had shit in Japan, uh, Germany, you know, other spots all, all across the country and everything. Um, and 
I, you know, I was just on some creative shit. So that that was before like everybody in their fucking brother had started a streetwear company in mm-hmm. like 2007. That started right. happening. 2008, the the whole market for everything crashed. Right. And then good luck, good luck collecting money from stores that ain't open. Right. Uh, they gotta pay Nike. They gotta pay Con Edison. They don't give a fuck about carrying your little shit. They're right. not paying you. I went for the record. I went. I collected all my fucking money. Even in, I had this dude in Flapper showed me money and we rolled up in there and I got my fucking money from him. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. not, I can't sleep. Somebody owes me. I, I don't, come talk to me, bro. I'll let you, you know, right. be be a man about it, but you're not getting me. Mm. You're not getting me. I don't care if it's $25, bro. Right. You know? Like, it, it, so anyway, man, I was into, it started becoming more of a fucking business, bro. And really, I, I'm an artist. I'm not a businessman, mm. you know? Right. Uh, and, and that's cool. But, yo, I don't want to, yo, I hustle in my own sense, but not at the expense of create of true creativity. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so anyway, bro, there was one figure I wanted to make. To answer your fucking, make a long story yeah, long, yeah, yeah, yeah. there was one figure I wanted to make. Right. Um, I was also, I grew up into, into the hip hop shit. As I got a little older, a lot of my friends were into hardcore music, New York hardcore shit. And I was like, oh, I don't... At first, I'm like, oh, I don't really fuck with that metal shit. I didn't know, I didn't know what the difference, man. Right. And no, it wasn't metal. That's like, it was other street shit. Right. And I saw these dudes that wherever they went, yo, they were respected too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, like, so so I started really getting into that. Um, and just saw like, you know, it was a good way to like connect with myself. You know, the the hardcore music. Through that, I got introduced to like oi music and all other kinds of shit. Mm-hmm. And the oi shit is, is the skinhead music, the right. skinhead culture, mm-hmm. which I'm not gonna go into and fucking try to explain how there's there's non-racist one. Right. You know, if you don't get it, get it, Google it, man. Um, <laughs> anyway, obviously I'm from New York, and, yeah. and the way I rock and who I rock with, clearly I wasn't on, you know, the racist tip. Right, right, right. Um, but anyway, I realized if after um, we not we went out. I don't know. You know the band, the Templars. I've heard. I've heard. Yeah. Name. Um. We went to see a Templar show, and after that, I, I realized we were talking. Me and my boy Mel, who I grew up with, my one of my oldest friends, this Turkish kid from Bentonhurst. Mm-hmm. Um, my oldest, he's like my brother. Yeah. Um, we were talking, and we were like, "Yo, yo, fucking Panthro, Panthro from the Thundercats, mm-hmm. was clearly black. The dude that did his voice, right. I think it's the dude that played Bill Cosby's father mm-hmm. on, on the Cosby Show." Yeah. Um. But he had the suspenders. I'm like, son, Panthro was a black skinhead, man. <laughs> so all I wanted to do, I started drawing a cartoon. Right. And it was going to be a T-shirt. It never became a T-shirt. But then I was like, yo, son, I'm going to make the action figure. Then I went on to price action figures, you know, to get them made in vinyl in mm-hmm. Japan. And right. I was like, and even my business partner at the time, I had a business partner at the time um, who, who was the money end of it because he had other things going on and he wanted to help me out with this. And he had it at the time, mm-hmm. uh, before the DEA came through and knocked his shit down. Oh, shit. Um, that's all way that's years ago. It's beyond yeah. the statute of limitations. Yeah, yeah, I really yeah. don't give a yeah, shit. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, but anyway, even he, even though he had money, he had his face. He's like, I don't know, bro. That's a lot of money. He reality checked me. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm the dreamer. I'm like, yo, this is a dope thing. Well, how many are you going to sell? I, I don't know how many are you going to sell, but we should make this. And he's right. like, ah, you should figure out another way to make it. So then... I didn't want to fucking make the toys by hand myself. Out of necessity, I made that uh, black uh, skinhead black panthro. 
Yeah, black skinhead pantro. Non-racist. It was non-racist black skinhead pantro. I added the extra right. long tagline on because, like, um, I got really into bootlegs around that time. Bootleg figures, right. bootleg action figures. Because right. um, I went to, like, one thrift store and found a, a couple of old Masters of Universe figures. And I was like, oh, man, I used to have these. These were actually dope. And then I started going on eBay trying to get all the ones that I lost when I was a kid and no longer my mm. mother said she didn't throw them out. She definitely threw them out, you know? Um, and, and as I'm searching those on eBay, I'm finding the bootleg ones. And the bootlegs are from like uh, Mexico, Argentina, mm. and they're even crazy. It'll be like Guerrero's del Espacio, you know, <laughs> fucking, um, and, and all of this shit, man. So they would have these long, like, broken English taglines. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like Spider Man, um, and Spider Man would be spelt wrong. And so I, I added to that. You know what I mean? I, I um, I had like another one. I did Bat Mono. I was like half ape, half bat. Uh, half something else. Clearly, you can't have half, half, and half. That's 150%. I got really into the wrong uh, use of grammar and shit like that on the packaging, mm -hmm. you know? So that's how I made the first figure was a non-racist black skinhead pantro. Um, I had my man Scott Darrow even did a, who made beats for me back in the day, mm -hmm. make a theme song uh, <laughs> for the guy, a little cartoon action theme song, yeah. using some like old rock steady shit rude boy shit and then mixed it with the original uh, Thundercats maybe I can email that to you if you want to <laughs> yeah, yeah, dub it in that'd or something and yeah and then after that I don't know man I just forgot about the t-shirts I just didn't even give a fuck about the t-shirts I was right. like yo everybody's out here and that's when shit started getting real bright I mean colors are cool but it, it, it became around the time where everybody was wearing a lot of bright shit and I was mm -hmm. like and tight shit and I just not uh, you know whatever man I just I wasn't feeling the direction it was going right and I, I know I thought it was oversaturated and I just as a business move, it wasn't really dope to keep it going. And from an artistic standpoint, I wasn't interested anymore. So I just started doing the figures and that became my main thing for a while. That and the rap and shit. Right, right, right. I mean, it's hard to juggle all of this shit, man. So there'd be sometimes I would be like, if we went on tour or something, mm -hmm. there were no figures being made. Right. It was hard to stay consistent when right. you got so many different things going. And then, um, Vice versa. If I'm really into the figures, then raps weren't getting written. You know, um, do my best to keep us kind of balanced. Right. Yeah, cause um, yeah, cause I looked on the website and you yeah. got like you got the clothes. I see you got the clothes. Um, the, the music I think is on the top, and then the figures. It's like I think it's on the next page or the bottom. All right. You had like four or five figures on the website. Yeah. Yeah. Which website was it? I think the tone tone tank one. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, I think. Yeah, now I got a lot. I know I, think I, clicked, I got a lot of figures on there. Yeah, I um, clicked. Yeah, I clicked the link. And yeah, it yeah. Went straight to. Yeah, yeah. If you maybe you got more than one website, or maybe like you have a one here for like music. And, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. No, I was just seeing maybe it was on the Bandcamp. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, because yeah, you have you have different links. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, but yeah, I mean, I saw the figures. I was like, like yo. Hey Walter, you need to see his figures, bro. It's like, it's like, I don't, I can't explain it. It's like it has like, say like it'll be like the figure and then something on its head. It'd be like 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 an iron board on his head or something like that. Like an inanimate object. Yeah, really, that, ab that really abstract. To uh, like 
Oh yeah, from like is that Ren and Stimpy? Yeah. Yeah. Um a lot yeah. of like a lot of uh like Sicilian American, Sicilian New York shit. Uh like I had the yeah. Mono Cornuto for the head. Um and I had a Doric column. And and then I wanted to make it, you know, also I was kind of taking a dig at the it's like a little tongue in cheek, kind of like false pretension dig at the art world because it's so fucking pretentious, bro. Like, yo, motherfuckers will take like a, a piece that that corner of that carpet and then put it in like a thing and then spend fucking 10 days writing about the thing and it took them 30 seconds to make. You know what I mean? Um, it's unfortunate, like, you know, you gotta really sift through all of that. But um I started calling them all like uh self-portrait of the artist as Mono Cornudo charm. <laughs> self-portrait of the artist as Doric column outside of Agrigento. Uh, self-portrait of the artist as Manhattan special espresso soda bottle. Um, self-portrait of the artist as Red Devil spray can logo, spray paint logo. Um Dude, yeah. this, is, this is dope, bro. Oh, thanks. Yeah, and that's the other shit that uh, I've been really into. That's what I'm mostly into right now. Yeah, you gotta you gotta check this out. This is <laughs> when I saw. It, I was like, damn. Hold on, go back. Yeah, look at it. But he has other figures. He has he has like a Hawaii figure. So wait, so it comes or you put it in the. You put it in the uh, in the fire thing. Yeah, I, I build like uh, those are marble and right. cement, right? Um, to to fit inside the New York Fire Department, um, the fire boxes, the right. fire alarm boxes that are empty, the abandoned ones, the ones right. that are, uh, you know, rogue. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's kind of my thing. You know, I, I honestly, at this point, it doesn't make sense for me to really like um, go around catching tags. At this point, it just doesn't make sense for mm -hmm. me. Um, I love graffiti. I, I I love and respect folks who still do it. It's just, it's just not where I'm at right mm -hmm. now. I, I I make this other shit, and that's what I'm called to. Right. So you so you more of a like you gave like kind of gave that up. You do, you're just more creating creating like the figures. Still doing the music? I did that the way that, like, people did, like, you know, minor league baseball mm -hmm. or something. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, yo, it's a yeah. part of my life. But now I'm working as, like, a teacher. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, right, it's right, part. Right. It, it raised me. Right. And, yo, I, I've been in subway tunnels. I motion bombed right. all of that shit. I racked tons of fucking pain. I got arrested plenty for it. But, like, you know, I wouldn't claim it. I respect it. I respect the game enough to not claim it right, and right. call myself that. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. Because there's that people out there still doing it. So right. I, out of respect for those folks. But yeah, I know what's up. I've been around it. I know what's up. I fought over fucking graph beef. <laughs> um, and I would do it if somebody fucks with my street shit. Right. If my, my piece is in there, if somebody, you know, steps on it, I, I, I'll handle my business. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um. I, I still play by similar rules that, right. that I was... That shit was like my... I didn't play fucking sports in high school. I was barely in high school. <laughs> I did graffiti, you know? And um, I, I played by those rules. So you still go by the code. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you know, it's so funny now that you're talking. You know who told me about you? Uh, Joe, 
Bricaccio? That's my fucking boy. Yo, yo, yo Bricaccio. Yo. Yo, he's on my Shout tape. Out to Joe. Bro, he's on my fucking, uh, he's on my cassette tape. Yeah, because we were talking, you know, he has uh, Bricaccio's awesome, sh awesome shop. Yeah. You should go there. It's awesome. And, go uh, there and ask him for a sandwich after three o'clock, all right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's. Bring, bring your own bread. He loves that. Yes, Stop he, playing. He used to tell me about his boy Tone. Yeah. All the time. His boy yeah, Tone. Yeah. And I'd be like, who are you talking about? And he'd be like, it's, you know, Tone, Tone Tank. I'd be like, Tone who? That's funny. I didn't know you know Joe. Yeah, yeah man, because I used to live right, I used to live right over there, like where the shop where the shop is at. I was around the corner for like three years. Okay, yeah. And then I was on Caton for about another three years. I was yeah, I've been over, bro. Yeah. I've been over that way for like 17 years. Yeah. So in that he, neighborhood. Yeah, he definitely told me about you and stuff. Yeah. Like but um, yeah, man, it's just like, yeah, so. So it's basically you're in this next phase. Oh, how'd you meet Clayton? How'd I met Clayton? Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, I've known about Clayton for a minute. Mm -hmm. Um, I met him through Sarah. You know Sarah? Yeah. yeah. Sarah Swinwood? Yeah. yeah, I met him through Sarah. Right. Um, Because I said, yo, I, I want to meet Clayton. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I was like, I was bothering her. It wasn't like... Uh, it was her idea or it was his idea. Nobody was like... He wasn't like, I got to meet Tone Tank. I was like, yo, I got to meet Clayton. Right. I wanted one of the hats. Mm -hmm. I need one of the yeah. fucking hats. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, just I there's a caliber of shit that I respect. There's there's a, a realness of things that I respect, uh, sincerity, uh, genuineness of things that I respect, and, and he operates mm -hmm. in that fucking mode. Yeah, uh, of real shit and sincerity, and, and what he captures, the vibe that his shit captures. Is like something I'm trying to be a part of. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's what I relate to. Yeah, bro. His his hats are art pieces in itself. Bro. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying. I, I I've had him on the show. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I've I've known him for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's funny when you get texts from Clayton and he's like, <laughs> is he talking about all types of shit? Like, right. Okay. Where did um, you meet him at? I met him. Some, I met him in the Lower East Side, but a long time ago. And then I reconnect with him because I do I do some stuff with Danny Cortez. Okay. Mentor okay. artist. Um him and him and Danny are really close. So I just kept on like, you know, running into him or, or, or I went to his place, you know, Clayton's I call it the museum. Yeah, and, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we just kicked it, you know what I'm saying? And the hats, I got like six, seven hats, you know what I'm saying? Like Yo, bro, why are you on the subject right now, <laughs> man? Publicly. Yo. Danny Cortez, man, a long time ago, right. I did, I did, um, I did a box in my neighborhood, right. And this cat that lived in the neighborhood, this dude Junie, <laughs> was like, "Yo, son, you gotta hit, hit up my man, uh, these yeah. dioramas." Yeah. This is how long yeah. ago it is. Yeah, yeah. And um, so yo, we eventually we hit. You know, he he introduced us over the thing, over the Instagram, uh. Tax, no, I think it was Instagram. These dioramas. It wasn't even Danny Cortez yet. Um, yeah, I remember that. And um, I was like, yo, this is what I'm doing. Um, I seen what he was doing. His shit was not popped off yet, but I seen it. And I'm like, yo, this is this is dope. Like, with this dude. And this dude is dope. Like, I could tell he's like a real mm -hmm. New Yorker and yeah, everything yeah, like yeah. that, man. And um, I showed him what I was doing with the boxes and was like, yo, we got, I want to connect on this, man. And he's like, yo, we definitely got work. That shit is dope. We definitely got work to do. This is like in the beginning of the summer. Then in the middle of the summer, you know, I was running around. I don't know. I think my wife was pregnant at the time. Right. It was during the pandemic. Right, right. Um, the beginning of the pandemic that summer. 
So I was dealing with that. And then I hit him back and he's like, yo, for sure, let's do it. And I kind of was a little flake. I wasn't flaking, like, yeah. but like, I just didn't hard body follow up. And then his shit blew the fuck up, yeah. man. But yo, I'm saying that all that to say, yo, yo, Danny, son, I, I still want to do a motherfucking piece together. Yeah, That's no, it, I can, man. I, connect I want to do one of the fire hydrant shits together because that, not fire hydrant, scratch that. The, uh, the, the firebox. Yeah. Since I do like the little firebox, like mausoleums, uh, dioramas, the firebox dioramas. Mm -hmm. I want to do something with him using the fireboxes. So, um, yo, Danny, hit me up, all right? <laughs> yeah, man. I'm not too proud to publicly, like, you know, say that shit out, out loud, man. Yeah, no, nah, you don't got to worry. I mean, listen, I talk to him all the time. It'll happen. Yeah. I'll make sure you're connecting. It's just like we was kind of like rock, yeah. like here. Yeah. And then his shit took the fuck off, yeah, man. Yeah, just and super busy, bro. Like, I get, of course, man. Just, the more people know about you. Yeah. The more people ask you to do shit. Yeah, but he's super creative and he would definitely. Nah, I could tell he's a down to earth cat and all of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, man. That, yo, it's crazy how like so many things is like just connected, but you never know. Yeah, bro. One I, person I, this and that. Like I did one thing in in, in my neighborhood, mm -hmm. and then like this dude just hit me up because it was right in front of his building. He was like, "Yo, I like that shit, man. Thank you for doing that there." Right. You know, like, and I was like, "You're the one that I want to be hit up from." Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. a a dude from the neighborhood appreciate you know because that's right. the whole point of, of these fucking um I call them street corner galleries mm -hmm. is a is to give myself, who's not, I'm not a fucking rich kid or anything. I don't got a lot of like connections and shit like that in the, in the art world. And um, I don't know that I could or want to do what it necessarily takes to get those. I, I'd rather show you than ask you. You mm. know what I mean? I'll show you what I do. I put it out there. Um, so I'm giving myself access to putting myself out without a gallery, without having to ask for the permission of some fucking gatekeeper. Right. Please put me on this and that. Like, I'm going to put my stuff and I'm going to put it out there. And I'm going to do it quality. You know what I mean? I'm not just putting it, I'm not just gluing some bullshit on the wall. Like, I'm going to do it with quality. Mm -hmm. um, but then the other half of that is half giving me access. And the other half is, I remember getting access to art as a kid mm -hmm. in, in places where I normally wouldn't be able to, you wouldn't see it. Not everybody has time to go to fucking museums. Right. Not everybody gets uh, let into when the cool art opening is happening. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? When the cool gallery opening is happening. And maybe they got kids and they can't fucking afford to have a babysitter just go to, you know. Right. So not everybody has access to these things. And I like just having, having that shit out there in the world. So who naturally fucks with it? I don't need everybody to fuck with it. Mm -hmm. But if it's out there, whoever naturally fucks with it, it's a good way to communicate. Uh, I that's my favorite way to communicate. Yeah, is, is through visual art. Mm -hmm. You know. So what's the next? Because you call them street galleries. Yeah, street corner galleries. Street corner galleries. So when's the next one? Then you're gonna do the next one. Uh, well, I gotta heal up. I just had a surgery, so yeah. I can't be really running around carrying too much shit. Right, right, right. Uh, but I, I already got my location. Mm -hmm. it, it's out. It's out by uh, the Jealousy Projects over there. Okay. There's one I've been scoping this one for a while. I'm mostly, honestly, I just done Brooklyn so far. And oh, you got to venture out, bro. Everybody, I know, bro, but you know when you live in Brooklyn, yeah. you just yeah, sometimes hard. don't fucking, yeah, you no, forget it's hard. It's hard. that like people know Brooklyn because it's so, it's a satellite to Manhattan. You right. forget that like 
the real activity is happening in Manhattan. Mm -hmm. You've, I get in my own little world out right. here and, and I forget that there's another world. So yes, I do got to cross the bridges and tunnels yeah, bro, and uh, trust me. get out. I know, man, it'll be, it'll be a it, lot when different. you start putting it all over the place yeah. and then different eyes are seeing it. I just forgot there's places besides Brooklyn, bro. It's the <laughs> planet, you know? <laughs> but nah, nah, you're you right though. But I mean, that's good. I mean, I, I hope you, you, know, you heal up properly. And, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm on my way, man. I'm on my way. I'm, I'm walking in the park, okay. fucking going on long ass walks. Okay. Uh, you know, fucking with some meditation and all of that stuff, man. Good. I, I'm healing up. I'm healing strong. I just gotta take it a little easy. I can't be running too crazy. That's why <laughs> I can't even ride the motorcycle. That shit is too heavy. I rode the little Vespa over yeah. here today. You know, yeah. Oh, nice, nice. The fucking the the bikes too heavy, man. Right. I'll, I'll I'll pull it again, you know? Right. They just sold me up like a week ago. <laughs> he trying to open, open it back up again. Yeah, nah, man. I got to go back to work one of these days. So, uh, my work has been very paid. The guys in my union have been very yeah. patient with me. Nice, on nice. My, uh, you know, I've been out since like late May. Okay. Uh, out You've been out for a while. The, the workers comp. Right. So. Right, so. Yeah. When you think you're going back? November. <laughs> I think November, probably September, October. I mean, I'll heal up, go back it. in November. Yeah, you got me, but you gotta wait till you hundred percent. Make that fucking holiday money, and then I don't know. We'll figure out what the next thing is. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't like to work a job too much. Mm -hmm. I like to work it just enough. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you honest day's work, but I'm not living for that shit. Right. You don't. Um, yeah, you don't burn yourself out anyway. Yeah. I mean, yo. You die, they're gonna replace you the next day, bro. It's not right. worth killing yourself over. It's not worth destroying your body, destroying your mind over, man. Um, it, it's amazing how quickly people forget you when you're at, you know, you think, oh, this is my boy at work, and it's true, it is. I love these people, but yeah, you're just not there. You're not there. You're not in a conversation. That that's it, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so what really matters, you know, what mm -hmm. do you want to do with your the time, the limited amount of time that I have on this planet, right? I'm going to work enough that me and my family live indoors and we stay fed and we have a couple of nice things, but I'm not doing anything beyond that. Right. Anything beyond that is going to come from what I'm able to hustle up through through the art or mm -hmm. through other ventures. Like, you know, I do some acting shit, whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's got to come from creativity. Like, we used to call it, like, anything we made with rap or the art back in the day before we had families and yeah. shit like that, mm -hmm. we would call sneaker money. You know, like right. you made your bills and shit in this pocket from the job and all of that. And then anything you made from the creative shit would be like, you know, for sneakers and clothes and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, so anything beyond the bare necessities is going to have to come from what I make creatively in order to put myself in a position to where I'm not just working overtime, overtime, overtime. Mm -hmm. I've done that so much. I, I, I've made like by, by my standard a lot of money before, you know, mm -hmm. through, through working, through blue collar shit in yeah. the union. Mm -hmm. And, um, didn't matter to me. It didn't matter. Like I was right. like, all right, this is cool. I got this toy. I got that toy. Really what matters is I got ideas in my fucking head and I need to make them or I'm not happy. Mm -hmm. And I love my family. I love the shit out of my family. They don't fill that hole. Money doesn't fill that hole. You know, that void. Mm -hmm. Um, the only thing that fills that void is making shit. Creating shit. Mm -hmm. um, I have to. You know, believe me, I wish I, I wish I didn't have to. Right. I wish I didn't want to. It would be fucking a lot simpler and a lot easier. I would just go to work and this and that. That's not the type of brain that I, that I was born with, you know? So it's the creativity that yeah. drives you more than anything. 
Yeah, I'm excited about life. Bro, I don't give a fuck. There's so much conversations I don't give a fuck about. <laughs> but you could sit, you sit me next to like one of these guys, you might think I'm exactly the same as him. You look like me, sound like me, blah, blah. I don't got shit to talk about. The second someone's talking about how they made something, I don't care if it's something I don't fucking make. Mm-hmm. And I, like, really, how do you make that? You make, you know, how you could take that apart and put mm-hmm. together and fix it. You, you manufacture that shit. You created that with your hands. I don't care if it's an 80 year old lady. I'd rather talk to her about making her fucking pottery than some fucking dude my age about whatever bullshit sneakers or something. What, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. Like, uh, so that's, those are my people. Like, that's my tribe, the mm-hmm. creative folks. Mm-hmm. Man, that's, do you still, do, do you still do the merch? Um, or you just dibble and dabble in there? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I don't do it like, uh, I don't have like a clothing company mm-hmm. no more. I just, whatever I make is under Tone Tank. If I'm acting, I'm listed as Tone Tank in the movie. You know what I mean? Right. If I'm making rap, that's Tone Tank. Stickers, Tone Tank. If I catch a tag in the street, that's Tone Tank. Uh, it all leads back. All Anything I'm putting out there leads back to Tone Tank. Right. Um, and believe it or not, I'm actually not fucking that self-absorbed. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, when, you, when you're a person and when a person becomes a brand and you no longer have a brand, it may seem that way. But honestly, it, I, I, don't, I don't hold that much stock in like uh, my, my, my identity. Or anything like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just making my little mark. That's it. You know, I'm just writing my name on the wall, just like everybody else's. Uh, proverbial wall. not right. Sometimes literal wall. But I'm just trying to leave my little mark here, trying to see what I can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you, did, you said you do um, acting. Did you like that when you had to do the acting? Or? I love acting. I love acting. Um, it's an opportunity to explore what it would like, would it be like to live a different life. You know, like, uh, you know, I mean, whatever. Everybody sold a little bit of shit or something. But at, at this age, I'm not, I'm not a drug dealer. Right. Well, it's cool to see somebody gives you a part as a drug dealer. You're like, all right, what would I do if I was this age? And I'm still, like, living in a basement selling weed in a basement. Because right. I played that part one time. Yeah. I was like, well, luckily I know a lot of fucking guys that did that when I was growing up. And mm-hmm. uh, I had no shortage to pull from. Or right. being a racist cop in 1968. What, what would that look like? You know, and I'm going outside the Black Panthers headquarters mm-hmm. and I'm fucking heckling them. Yeah. You know, what would that look like? What does that morning look like? All right, well, he'd probably have his coffee and and me and my partner got the day started by having our coffee in the trailer. Uh, you know, yeah. the, my cop partner, but my acting partner. Right. You know, and fucking drinking coffee and listening to like old fucking Peckerwood country music. <laughs> that's talking about this country's gone to shit. Right. I, mean, I don't mean this new shit, this new like, Pretty boy country, fucking, you know, pop music. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen to like old like Merle Haggard shit. You know, <laughs> I like real music, bro. I like. I don't care if it was hardcore, hip hop, country. Like that was real shit. Right. Um, and anyway, you know, you get to get in the head of somebody else, and, and um, you know, as somebody that really did did a lot more than dabble with like alcohol and, and substances. Um, whatever you really came through with was cool. You know, mm-hmm. I'll do a blast and be like, what was that, bro? You know, uh, <laughs> it was just about getting out of the self. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So acting's another way to get out of myself while connecting with yourself, if that makes sense. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That everything, I, I went from doing 
you know, partying. If you, it wasn't even partying. At the end, it was like chemistry. I'm like, all right, if I take a little bit of this up, I'm up too high. I got to come down. <laughs> I'm fucking shaking. I got to, you know, yeah. that's not partying. That's chemistry. It was no longer fun. And I was way too old. You know, I was starting to feel the effects of that on my body. Mm -hmm. I was like 34 and I was feeling like, y'all could feel my fucking liver and my kidneys. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, and it wasn't, I was, I was, I was bloated and pale and summertime. Never been pale in the summertime, bro. I was fucking pale. Mm -hmm. I'm like, man. You washed up, bro. You need to get off of this. So I was getting out of the self. I just mm -hmm. want to get out of the self. And then I figured out there's like other ways to get out of the self. Creativity is a way to be in touch with yourself and get out of the self. And then also just meditation too, man. I, I got really into meditation um, as a way to just really nail the shit I was trying to nail when I was getting high. Right. I was just trying to free up my mind from all the fucking negative thoughts and the and, and the pain and the you know whatever i was like chained to uh was not enjoyable man mm -hmm. it was just not enjoyable to be trapped in my own head and with all the fucking thoughts and um you know uh i've been just spending the rest of my life figuring out how to go past that and, and it's been a good it's been a good thing man and it was very uncomfortable in the beginning to like all of a sudden i don't have all these other things i used to lean on mm -hmm. it's not like oh i stopped that and everything got good I stopped that and I'm just, I'm all turned around. I'm disoriented. Now all of a sudden, like, you know, I got feelings. I don't know. I had feelings, you know, um, I thought I was just pissed off all the time. I didn't realize I was depressed. I thought I was just angry and fought all the time because mm -hmm. there was so many layers that I was like, uh, you know, I was drowning. Yeah. Uh, so I say all that to say that shit is uncomfortable, but if you could push through that, uh, being uncomfortable, get to a place where you don't need any of that other shit. You know what I mean? I don't fucking need any, I don't need anybody to think anything about me. Mm. Think good, think bad, you know, keep it respectful, but mm. I don't care what somebody thinks, mm. you know? Um, and, and, and I really don't. I used to say, yo, I don't give a fuck. I gave a fuck <laughs> a lot. Right. I gave a fuck so much that I needed to tell, yo, I don't give a fuck. That's my word. No, but now I really, I don't give a fuck in a good way. Man. Like, yo, everybody's free to do whatever they do. Exactly. Let's just not step on each other's toes, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and, and that's, I'm, I'm just glad that's something I'm figuring out in this life that I was given. Because a lot of people kind of didn't get the chance to, to like, mend their ways and, mm -hmm. and get another chance. You know, especially nowadays with the shit that they got out there, bro. Yo, you're not, that shit makes dope look like fucking, uh... <laughs> What's that shit you used to dip? That's <laughs> all fun dip. Fun dip. <laughs> yeah, the shit that they got now makes dope look like fun dip. Like right. you'd be like, I don't know, man. The the, the shit they got out now is crazy, next, bro. It's next level. Bro. Yeah, man. It's like zombie apocalypse, yeah, futuristic, yeah. uh, you know, dystopian shit. Mm -hmm. Very dystopian right now in general. Yeah, everything. Yeah. No, I agree with you. So what's so what can we expect? next from tone tank like what's the next chapter or the next as you turn the page i'm gonna keep doing these boxes and i'm coming from manhattan i'm coming to get out there manhattan, you go. that's what these boxes um and what's it called i'm making i want to make bigger statues now i don't want to really make the smaller figures as much mm -hmm. i want to make actual statues out of like stone and mixed I do a lot of 3D printing. I'm messing with 3D printing. Yeah. But I don't like to just do something totally digitally. I like, even when I draw, I'll draw a lot of it by hand. I'll scan some of that in the computer, mm -hmm. mix between like digital and analog. You know, um, that's just my process. 
And when I do things, even if things are like 3D in the computer, usually a lot of the times they'll come from like a sculpt I did by hand and then had that 3D scanned. Mm -hmm. So right now I'm working on uh I'm working on a top secret figure for uh my boys' chances with wolves. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, those are my boys. Nice. Uh, I I go way back with them. Uh grow up. Right in this neighborhood, actually, man. Mm -hmm. We all used to work at Southport. I don't even remember Southport. I remember Southport. Yeah. Used to work over there. Um, and then I go right way back with Cray from right like the time he was 16. Um, right. Yeah. He used to live right on 9th Street and 7th Ave up the corner from Smilings and, and Donuts. And uh, yeah, we've been rocking for that many years. Since yes. we were like 16. Southport was a great venue, bro. You remember man. those days? Oh, yeah, I do, man. I'm yeah. glad that I had them. They were there for the perfect time yeah, in my man. life. And it kind of ended around the time where I kind of stopped going out as much and everything, you know? Yeah, I mean, a lot a, a lot of great rappers came through there, like Sean Price, uh, Action Bronson was there. When was he? Was, he? When he first coming up, yeah. He came through there. Um, Rock Marciano came through there. What the fuck? Where was I working? Uh, I wasn't working those <laughs> nights. I, I know the last day of this final, if I remember right, the final Southpaw, it was like a lot of them came just for that last night. Pictures from that day, from yeah. The last, yeah, it was like the last night. I mean, but it, it was a dope hip hop venue for it was a little. You know what I'm saying? Was great, it was man. It of... fed like everybody I was friends with. Mm -hmm. That place really fed everybody yeah, I was friends with, man. I used to enjoy when they had the block party and they used to have the 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 uh, stage out in front. We rocked that. Yeah, My yeah, group yeah. that I was in, Nuclear yeah. Family, rocked that a few times. Man. Yeah, I remember going. They to put. That. Yo, if it wasn't for Southpaw, gave us a venue to come out of as a rap group, Nuclear Family. Mm -hmm. um, and then we did a lot of shows with like Pumpkinhead and them, mm -hmm. and Brooklyn Act Kids. Rest Shout out peace. to all of them, man. And yeah, Pumpkinhead, fucking nicest guy, man. Mm -hmm. Coolest guy. From the first time I really, I was like 16 or something, caught a cypher, man, at, at some rave party. Um, and I think the Club Vinyl back right. in the day. And, and yo, it was probably not that good. It probably was not that good of a freestyle, man. Mm -hmm. And Pumpkinhead was there. I think, like, an arsonist or two. He was a couple years older than me. So, like, that's some, I'm, that's Pumpkinhead. He got records out. I'm just mm -hmm. a fucking kid with a backpack. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And, no, he gave me, like, dap and was like, yo, you said blah, blah. And bro, that made my day. Rather than, like, you know, be psh, whatever, kid. You know, dismissive of everything. Like, that just goes to show, like, what good, what a fucking good dude he was, man. Uh, I miss that guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, man. He was, he was dope. Yeah, I man. remember one of the last times um, I spoke to him. We were in um, Highline, yeah, Highline Ballroom, and I was working with this guy called Ag the Coroner, and he gave me his number because he wanted to do a song with Ag. And that was like the one of the last times I spoken to him, and like a couple months later, that was it. But, yeah. yeah. Such is life. Yeah, man. But we're going to wrap this up, bro. Where can they find you online? Go to ToneTank.NYC. ToneTank.NYC or just ToneTank on Instagram. And you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Just the list goes on. The Super P Podcast. If you sign up for the Patreon, you can see this episode today. You can hear it today. And for the $5 subscription and started telling people, I'm putting my sports bets on Patreon. <laughs> so for $5, 
Not last night. Not not today's not bets, today. though. Not today. You don't want today's Leave bets. Leave it alone today. <laughs> last night I won three times. So yeah. you know, you know, do just, you know, do what you can. If you wanna, you know, jump in, FanDuel, DraftKings, I'm all about it. Every day I post a bet. Um, yeah. Tone, thank you for coming, bro. Yo, peace, man. Thank you. Know, you you're always bro. welcome. Appreciate that. Hell yeah, you know what man. Saying? Um, hopefully, you know, we can you can do a figure for the show. Oh yeah. Last thing I was saying, I'm making a chance with wolves figure. Yeah. That's what's next. Yes. Manhattan, chance with wolves figure. Yes. And then I am talking to Clayton about something, but I don't like to talk about yeah, shit yeah, until yeah. the I'll I'll tell you when it's a little further yeah. along. Don't 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 spoil it. Yeah. Don't spoil it. Just yeah, yeah. let it just stay in the Anonymity, but as I say. I ain't fucking going nowhere. They ain't pricing me <laughs> out of here. I'm going to be here for a while. So. Nice. But yes, we will be back with another episode. Maybe next week. Maybe not. There's a lot of stuff going on. I'm always busy doing something. And Comic-Con is coming soon. So we're going to drag Josh to Comic-Con. I'm going to take him on Industry Day, which is Thursday. And we're going to do some have some footage there. So you can look forward to that. Okay, guys, I'm out of here. Let's go, Cowboys. Four o'clock. <laughs> Peace. To be podcast. Ciao. Just get him out of here. This guy's nothing but problems. We don't want him another year. Yeah. I let all the air out your air mattress. I ain't scared of your scare tactics. I ain't impressed with your press packets. If you was a tape man, I would never press backwards. I tape over the holes and tape over it. Tanking, you know more some old shit And yeah, I might be on some local shit But I'm a New Yorker, so please tell me where else there is That's why they call it the planet Sucker MCs getting on, I can't stand it And I don't like second verses Scott told me to write some really long first shit So that's exactly what I did Writing each line like I'm sharpening the shit One day this gonna hurt him Also like, wrecked him and nearly killed him Direction home like my man Bob Dylan. LMB's for Money Gardens got the best Sicilian. I eat more pizza than a Ninja Turtle. Michelangelo, Raphael, Donatello. And also Leonardo. I don't show road more submarine cargo. I'm like a mix between Larry Davis and Larry David. Aggravated, assault, and just agitated. Went to rent the car, they didn't be a Avis. No credit, just debit, had to go get it at Rent-A-Max. Tax bombs like Wesley Snipes and Willie Nelson. Napping like Nas and his legs, watching me just fell me. Hey, yo, son, who you telling? The Midnight Birds is all Cocoa Puff Pelicans. Wasn't loud, no sweet cereals. When I was growing up, the most they let me have was Cheerios. Row, row. Remember our scenario? Must have flipped this hat inside out on Arsenio. Yo, that was the shit. It's shit like that, it made me want to do this. Now I build like Bob the Builder. Came a long way since the pantyhose pop filter. And still not popular. Wanted to be big in Japan like Godzilla. And also Ultraman, really big fan of the ultra magnetic, so bam, credit, bam, now he's back.